0: Welcome to Maker Conversations. I'm your host, Tiff Marchand from Night Carver Designs. And today on the show, I have Richard Grove from Wall Control. Richard is also known as Mr. Wall Storage on Instagram. So if he is following you and you haven't followed back, Give the man a follow because you're going to really like him as you get to know him. We're going to get a little bit of a peek behind the curtain from an awesome brand, which I know I love and I have in my basement fully booked out. So check out my build video if you want to see what I've put in here for wall control because it is helping me get everything off the floor, up on the wall and out of my way in my very, very small shop. So check it out and i hope you enjoyed the episode with richard well thank you for coming on i really appreciate it i know we've been chatting a lot and we're going to be hanging out next week which is really cool um yeah i'm just kind of pumped to find out more about you like and of course wall control but what what's your story for like i know it's a family-owned business but what did you do did you go right into it right away or did you go off on no i
1: yeah so i went um I worked there in summers, like after, after I turned 18, so You have to be 18 because of insurance to be in the tool and die shop, just because it's dangerous. Got you. Yep. Um, so I did that. Um, and I, I went off to college originally. I thought I wanted to go like pre-med. I was interested in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first summer I came back um, and worked in the shop, I was like, I really, I really like this. Like, I'm just much more mechanical. I like, I actually enjoyed the math of things. Um okay. Um, so like, I enjoyed like biology to some extent, but really like the, I guess that basically engineering is what I was attracted to. So yeah. I shifted my sophomore year and uh, ended up going mechanical engineering and got a degree in that. And I, by the time I was uh, like a senior in college, mm-hmm. I thought long-term I wanted to go back and work for the family and wall control hadn't, I mean, it was kind of an afterthought. We were kind of tinkering with it and we had built prototypes and we had it in our shop, but we hadn't really done anything with it. Um, so wall control was a little bit of it, but it was more just to go back and get into one die. But I also wanted to do something else before I did that. Cause I, you know, I figure once I go there, I'm probably yeah. not leaving unless. Right. Yeah, so exactly. I, yeah, so I, yeah. So I got a really cool job with the Department of Defense right out of college, okay. and it was awesome. I had secret clearance and worked on the on the C five Galaxy, the big Lockheed, like the huge, the, the biggest cargo plane, bigger than a C seventeen. Got you. And it was it was a really cool job. Um, I was up at I was our basically the engineering authority for it is in Warner Robins, Georgia, so I was down at that Air Force Base. And I was going up and up to Atlanta a lot because Lockheed's in Atlanta. Um, it was really cool. We were basically trying to our our little division was trying to like solid model these old hand-drawn like dimensional drawings okay. from the C5. Because what would happen was, and let me know if I'm going too deep into No, this I'm stuff. curious. But,
0: no, I'm curious. Yeah. It sounds like you were really passionate about it. So I'm kind yeah, of Yeah, it was really yeah. It was
1: cool because like they so basically this aircraft is you know it was built in the 50s 60s and 70s and so whenever a part would break on it we would have to send out like a solicitation to get another part made okay. Well, we send it out with this literally hand-drawn drawings from when the aircraft was originally engineered we'll get it made exactly to spec you go put it on the aircraft and it's like uh this doesn't fit so basically the okay. idea was to to solid model it so like you know because the government had to like the U.S. tax dollar had to pay for that part because it was made correctly. It's just the hand-drawn drawings when they actually start accurate. putting them together. Yeah, so um, we did that, and so there was a lot of back and forth going up there. But it was just awesome because they were making, building the F-22 Raptor at the time. So you're like walking down the assembly line. That's a, bit, a, you like know, a really
0: fun environment to be in.
1: Yeah, it was super cool. So, but I, again, I wanted to, I wanted to go back and work for the family at some point. So, um, it after I was there for I was there for a little while and then wall control, we basically we had built tooling for it and it's like, okay, we want to kind of start to push that. So I was like, this would be a good time for me to go back and
0: take on this do, product.
1: Yeah. So I did, I was doing mostly tool and die and then kind of half wall control. And that's how it started. So I started doing that one foot in each kind of sector or whatever. Yeah. And so we, you know, as wall control started to grow, it started to take more and more of my time than it was all of my time and then it was this whole thing you know so that was the kind of the, the long history of me and how I got to wall control
0: when you started off with like your marketing what was your strategy like back then what yeah I mean was it was remember?
1: this was 2000 yeah it was 2008 um and it was, I mean, it was like shoestring. My grandmother built our first website that we used I until, that before. <laughs> yeah, we used that until like 2014. Like, she taught herself HTML and, like, co- I mean, it was custom, go nothing grandma. can. Like, now you can go to Shopify and, you know, Big yeah, Commerce and all places, but <laughs> yeah, but it was straight up like, you know, it was homemade. So, um, yeah, our, I mean, really, my, the, the first thing I did was just try to learn as much as I could about SEO and try to optimize for that and that that made it that made a pretty big difference so um started seeing I mean it was all direct to consumer you know everything was directly off of our website Um, and then we then we kind of started picking away trying to go after like reseller accounts you know like kind of mom and pop garage shop.com kind of stuff um so we started picking up some of those and then I met a guy um who he worked really well with like the home depots of the world kind of the bigger box stuff and we started trying to go after some of these accounts and you start once you land one the others kind of notice and then it's a little bit easier to pick them up so basically just all drop ship and just kind of getting that snowball going i mean all that stuff is kind of minimal cost compared to you know bigger scale marketing i guess um but that was kind of how we got the ball rolling and then Google AdWords was really good. Uh, that's becoming less good, but it used to be really good um, back in its heyday um, when you could really target and had a little bit more data. But um, yeah, that was kind of the kind of the progression. And really, Yeah,
0: you dove in there and just like attacked yeah. all really smart points. Like you have to be able to be found by the people who are just searching for something, you know? Like-
1: exactly. Yeah. People don't really think about, you know, I mean, people do, but it's like, you don't think you can build the best website in the world, but if you don't give any context for google to show it to somebody you're not going to get seen it's like seo at its core but um so that really helped out in the early days and you know word of mouth was always good you know that's that's one positive about the product line and then you know i don't know how five years ago or something however long ago it was we started working with you know like partners in the community like in the woodworking community and places like that so Um, That was all new to us as well. And that's been super helpful also, just as far as like, you know, we only have so big of a microphone, but you know, you guys have a bigger audience and it's, 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 it's it's almost like, uh, you know, firsthand testimonials from somebody you trust, which is exactly what it is. And that is definitely impactful.
0: No, it's true. Like, you know, when I got my step and I was posting about it, people like, boom, started asking questions right away about it, you know, like, yeah. Because they, you know, they want to know, like, how do I really like it? Like, give me the skinny. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, tell me the truth. Do you love it? Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but, like I had so many videos where I was like showing how the pieces move. That's why I said I was going to post a video later on, yeah. on that, because people were asking so much when I first uh, started posting about it. And like you said, it's just having somebody that you trust, like their opinion. And
1: absolutely. We're honest huge. in this
0: community, you know?
1: Yeah. And that, that makes sense such a big difference. Like it seems it's kind of nuanced a little bit, but it makes a huge Mm -hmm. difference when it's like that. So we, we were kind of, I mean, believe it or not, kind of slow to get into that because we had kind of grown up at this, at a time where people were like, uh, we've us product, we'll do a tool review for it. And like, but totally no relationship, totally totally no, like really not even, they weren't even experts at anything. They just did tool reviews, you know? And Mm so, we would send people stuff and they would take it out of the box and like, here's a pegboard, here's a hook. Like they wouldn't even install it, you know? Oh, it's wow. just like, yeah, okay. like nobody's gonna believe, like we're not, you know, you're not gonna convince anybody of that right. um, unless there's that, that relationship kind of thing. So, and that's what's been, and that's, this is the most fun thing for me is like having that community. Cause you know, we're in a warehouse and it's like, you know, you're in this confined space. So like right. expanding that out and social media has been awesome obviously for all those reasons. Um, that we can actually, you feel like you're part of something bigger than just inside four walls, trying to turn product and ship it out the door.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. I, I actually never thought about that. Like you really are just, you're in a warehouse all day and you're working in the yeah. like, silo <laughs> and it's like, exactly yeah. on Instagram's like, I like how really, I mean, I know, um, yeah, you don't go on there probably as much as like Adam does, but just to be there and, and to see that community and everybody who passionately loves your product. That's, that's a cool thing to see.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's, and I remember, I mean, one reason i I was very late to the game myself getting on Instagram just because like, and I I obviously have the wall control one on my phone as well, but it's like, I would see you guys. And I feel like I know you, yep. but like, you don't know me at all. So like, I remember the first Workbench con it's like, Oh, Hey, it's like, I'm following, like, there there was that disconnect there, you know what I mean? So yeah. it was, but it's, it's a lot better now after meeting people in person, like, like we were talking about, about Haven and WorkbenchCon, that makes yeah. a huge difference, kind of building that community. And it's so important, in my opinion, to have it in person to really solidify those, like those relationships, so.
0: Yeah. No, when you, we, we didn't talk before, but once you had your account, like we immediately started chatting. Like,
1: it yeah, was, exactly. It
0: was yeah. awesome. I, I loved that. I was like, that's cool. Like just to have access to somebody too, that is in the day-to-day like that and whose company, you know, they're part of that. It's to be able to talk to them. That's really cool. That's not something yeah. you get to experience very often.
1: And for like exactly the opposite of that is the same feeling for me. Cause it's like, I'm in it all the time. And yeah. so I don't ever get to outreach or talk to you know so it's like you get a glimpse into this and it's i mean even kind of even on a business level it's nice to talk to other people who like are operators of brands because again you don't know if you're doing it right or doing it wrong or what other people are doing so it's nice to be able to like share those ideas and have that community that otherwise you know i don't know what people used to do i guess it was like almost like support groups or something for small business owners (laughs) or something but yeah, so it's like a, it's nice to have that for sure. So you're not, you can really bounce ideas off of each other and collaborate. And yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's like one of the big reasons I wanted to be on here too. Like, cause now that I represent like Sabretooth and obviously like Haven and work yeah. as well, but like Sabretooth is very relatable where, you know, the team that I work with, they're all in the warehouse every day, all day. And I'm kind of like their window into the community. And yep you know, and like your guys podcast is what, you know, kind of got the ball rolling when I pitched it to Sabretooth. I'm like, look at wall control. They're talking to people. They're interacting with their community. I'm like, we need to do that. Like I wasn't even part of their team yet. I'm like, we need to do that. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, exactly. You know, like, no, I love that. That's what yeah. I love about shift It's like the same thing. It's, it's funny. Here we go. Adam, yeah. he always gets talked about in all the podcasts, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's like you and him are very similar in that like you look for those opportunities and you yes. bring them up to brands and it's like identifying those gaps and like, yeah, using the, like, we, like, you know, like we are, ju- I mean, it's all just like the whole team, like you can be on the team by just saying that, you know what yeah. I mean? Like there's no real team. It's just right. whatever, like kind of coalesces. And I feel like people think there's hard and fast rules for that, but there isn't, you know? So, yeah. um. so I, that's, you know, I, one reason I feel like we talk a lot is that same like mentality, you know, Mm -hmm. so definitely, um, on the same wavelength there. So.
0: Yeah. It's just, it's nice to know the people, you know, who are back there and, and to be part of these communities, it's, it's really, really cool. And now having like the podcast for them as well, where they're not even just sticking with carvers anymore. They're, they're directly just asking makers out there that they love, which is, it's awesome. Like to see them like, Pushing even further out of their network and kind of like bringing more people in too. It's it's cool.
1: Yeah, I think I mean that's huge. Is like for me is having those conversations and getting all those creative people together and just seeing what happens. You know, like you have no idea what's going to happen, or like what opportunities might come up. but yeah. It's like it's like that. I forget what the book is, but it's like get all the right people on the bus and then figure out where they sit. It's like that same principle. So, yeah
0: what led you into opening like your podcast? Was it for those reasons that you kind of wanted to get more involved?
1: Yeah, it was that it was definitely, um, it was, it's kind of like, it's really threefold, I guess. So it's like to get more involved and to involve the community, you know, like to, to highlight our partners, like shine the spotlight on them yep. um, from a, from a standpoint of like, you know, the partners we work with and the communities that we work with. Um, also to kind of, you know, obviously get our own message out and have more long form media that we can use if we ever want, you know, we'll, so far all we've done is, you know, uh, published podcast episodes, like yeah. whole full length things, but we can go through, listen to them, clip stuff. There's, mm-hmm. there's some points that are much better made conversationally than in some marketing, you know you know yes. uh, uh yes. Piece of media or conversation compared to something yeah
0: yeah written.
1: for sure so you can there's, there's there's a lot of value in that and so we kind of wanted to tap into that and then really the uh, the third reason too is when we haven't had a ton of this yet but i'd like to try to have some episodes that are aren't aren't just like um like kind of one-to-one partners but more like people who have helped our brand from like the business side of it uh to like business consulting, things like that, that we've, that we can kind of help them out as well, like kind of mesh those communities. I, I don't, you know, it's like, there's like the, you know, quote, the brand ambassador influencer community. And then there's this other side of the business, like the back end of it. Yeah. And so kind of, kind of see where things, what we can put together there. So, um, you know, with other brands, other partners we work with. So just kind of, again, just get everybody having a conversation and see where it goes.
0: That's great. No, that's great. And that's like a whole world that people aren't familiar with. So it might pique their interest just to hear something new and, and, you know, learn what goes into a business.
1: Yeah. It's like, I mean, I listen to all these podcasts of all kinds of different things. And it's like, you know, to hear people talk about challenges that I face, I find very interesting and engaging. And that Mm. to me builds their brand in my head, you know? So like, I would like to be able to do the same thing. You know, we have a lot of lessons we've learned and probably a lot of stuff that, you know, I take for granted, knowing having learned the hard way that, uh, other brands would probably appreciate knowing, you know, so, um, so there's that bit of it. I mean, there's kind of, you know, everybody's a startup at some point. So there's a lot of smaller startup B brands that I've enjoyed helping kind of, kind of come along. And it's, some of it's just easy stuff. You, you know, people making mistakes that, you you think are obvious but until you've done it you don't realize they're they're obvious you know so um yeah
0: that's great that you give back like that though and and help each other that's a great yeah
1: yeah I mean that's how we got where we are and just you know sometimes one little conversation one little you know I think going back to like how wall control kind of started to get traction I remember going it was like it was a free SEO class in 2008 you know everything's changed since then. back then it was more like (laughs) keyword it was like all keywords and keyword stuffing you know so it's like a different strategy now but it's like if I that was a very important thing that I went to for free that somebody did you know so it's like I if I could do that for some other person that that would I think that's kind of the longer term meaningful things so and same thing with like you know a lot of the makers are also business owners and create and sell things Mm -hmm. and so like that's I think you know, I can help them with that, you know, so it's like that kind of a conversation.
0: That's cool. I, uh, do you have your, uh, total subjects change here? Yeah. Have you had your baby yet or is it? No, not
1: yet. She's due, um, September 7th. So yeah, I mean, we're getting close for sure. So we're kind of feeling like she might be early, but we'll see what happens. So
0: rooms all set and everything.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've got it pretty much all done. It's just, like waiting on stuff to come in. I mean, it's like supply chain <laughs> stuff. It's crazy. Like everything just keeps getting delayed. I mean, we're, we see it at work for sure. Um, but it's, you know, it's like I deal with it every day there, but it's like when, but then you come home and you're like in a different frame of mind. You're like, right. where is that thing? It's like, oh, it's the same stuff that's happening everywhere else. So yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad, like, I'm not waiting for something big like that because that's all you hear people saying, like, delay it again, delay it
1: again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We got the crib. We got, um, I think we just heard the chair should be here like we're getting the big things are going to be there so that's good yeah. it's going to be like the the little loose ends so yeah but yeah we're excited for sure it's been Absolutely. this year's already been just insanely busy and crazy so it's just it will be like the, per, the perfect icing on the cake of like a super kind of transformative year i guess mm-hmm. so yeah it's just this year has flown by
0: yeah, by next workbench con, you're going to be a whole yeah. different person. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I fly this like that every year, but this year yeah. even more so. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> We're going to see a different side of you. Your hair will be all long and unkept.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll be very tired and my eyes will be yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I have the experience of having twins, so everything was amplified. <laughs> so yeah, I'm yeah. I know how I looked.
1: <laughs> well, we would like we, you know, this is our first, you know, God willing, we'll have at least another one. And it's yep. funny because uh, twins run in my wife's family. So okay. we'll see what happens on the next, the next round. One. So exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if that happens, I'll have to get some tips from you. So
0: <laughs> how do I stay up all night? Well, yeah, exactly. About
1: it. <laughs> how do I hacks for sleep? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. How can I get the most productive four hour mm-hmm. nap? <laughs> yeah. Is
1: sleep necessary. Really? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs>
0: Honestly, for any parent though, advice is just take the help when someone's offering to come over, just take the help that little 15 minute nap. You get to sneak in there. Beautiful. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I've already, you know, I am open for help. That's for sure. So
0: some people like think they can do it all by themselves and it's like, no, like they have, it takes a village thing for a reason. Like, yeah, exactly.
1: No, I've already, I mean, I've the, the benefit of being a little older with the first is like you've seen you know, you've seen people you, do yeah. all the things and try it. I know I'm not I, this is hard work. I know that going in, I'll take yeah. all the help I can get. So yeah.
0: It makes a big difference.
1: Yeah. It's funny. Cause we got the week that um, we found out my wife was pregnant. We had just gotten a puppy. So <laughs> that's been fun. Um, and she's been, I mean, she's great, super sweet, but it's like, that's a, it's been a good warm up, I think. So yeah. it's, you know,
0: it's something you have I have take care of it's practice
1: yeah yeah and like I was because you know my wife's pregnant so it's like I was getting up in the night and taking her out and it was like the dead of winter and it's like <laughs> huh? every two hours I'm standing outside in freezing cold rain and I was like at least when the baby's born I can change her diaper inside I won't be standing in the yard you know in cold rain so I don't know silver lining
0: silver lining yeah 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 no, that is good training. Yeah, that's what it is like.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're probably laughing. You're like, "That's that's nothing." So whatever no, you think, yeah. <laughs> no, no,
0: no, I mean, if you can handle being freezing cold at 2 a.m. and then same thing at 4 a.m. Exactly. You're ready. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Well, that's good. That makes me feel a little better. So yeah. I'm just gonna try to after after Haven rest up a lot and go into it with a head of steam. So that'll last probably two or three days, and so I'll be guys back to
0: Like, have you gotten like, we did, we went
1: to, we went to the beach last weekend and that was, you know, just, we were down there like Friday through Monday. Um, but it was really nice. The weather was great. And so it was, yeah, it was a good, good little last getaway. So
0: Mm -hmm. it's important because, you know, once you get locked down, it's like,
1: (laughs) absolutely. Yeah.
0: No, but it sounds like you have a great support system with your family. Is everybody still working there or is, is just you now in the office?
1: No, we have, I mean, every there's, you know, and to that point, uh, my wife's family lives in Atlanta as well. So that's oh, very helpful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have a lot of, you know, we definitely have a village, which we're fortunate to have. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, with as far as our family goes, my, I w- actually was just over there today. My granddad, he's, I think, 84 or 85 and he still works four days a week. Like awesome. he just, its I mean, he, he is the hardest worker ever. So it's like, that's, you know, yeah. he's been, I mean, he started the cab two and die in 1968. So he's, you know, 50 plus years. into to just that, um, wow. my dad, he's, he's there, he runs the tool and die shop and like the, the tool and die side of things. Um, my aunt, she does payroll and kind of HR that's type stuff. Yep. Yeah, I was able, I hired my mom at wall control. So she's kind of administrative, like does, you know, order entry, that kind of thing. My brother, um, my sister, who she's actually out with on uh, maternity leave for their first. So she just had a little boy. So she's out right now. My uh, two of my cousins, um, you might've met Thomas, the youngest cousin. So I'm I, the oldest cousin. He's the youngest. So he's at wall control. He was at work at the booth, Yeah, I have
0: met him. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. He's okay. a, he's really, he's a, he's a smart kid and like, just he's a problem solver. And that's, you know, that's like the most valuable thing is if someone's a problem solver, like just naturally wants to go get it figured out. So, um, but yeah. So yeah, it's a lot of us for sure.
0: That is, that's a ton. I was way more than I expected, but I knew it yeah. was a family business. <laughs> like I meant like a real like family business where everybody's yeah. there. pitching in. Yeah. It's nice.
1: Everybody's in a good, like, it works really well um kind of where everybody's at you know mm-hmm. so um because it can definitely be you know it can definitely be a challenge but i think as as family businesses go we work really well together it's being that many people so
0: i think it's nice too like you have that division where you have two very different products that you're making so to be uh, yeah able to for have sure everybody have their own role and like a different aspect of the business definitely a key way to, to to survive the conflict issue that might happen when you're with family
1: absolutely yeah. totally that's i mean it's, so like my Smart. granddad and dad are over on the tool and die side and you know um and then on the wall control the other thing is too like our the way our personalities mesh like i am like my brother is a like he is all about just getting it done like getting stuff out the door operationally yeah. he doesn't really he this like, the the marketing side of it, the the outreach, the wanting to get out of the building and go do things, yep. that's not him at all. So, it works out really well. He doesn't, you know, the, like, the the vision of it is not, some, he's just, he wants to just execute, you know? So, yep. he does a great job at it. He, nothing falls through the cracks. So, it's like, you can count on that. You need
0: you know, someone like Everybody that. counts on
1: everybody. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it works out really well.
0: How many employees is it total?
1: Um we it kind of fluctuates depending on um obviously you know
0: how busy right. it is whatever oh, yeah. like we
1: have we use uh temp services for some a lot of our warehouse and manufacturing but between wall control and the tool and die shop we're looking at i mean i'd say 60 to 100 employees oh, um yeah on like a it might, yeah, I'd say sixty to hundred if you add them both together. So yeah, you're um, big Probably so
0: you need people to move all that.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And like the the production bit of it. Um, so yeah, I would say like yeah, peak peak, COVID. We were probably in COVID we were really busy. I mean, it was it picked up like crazy right after that. Yep. So probably just shy of a hundred total between the two. So
0: everybody had to make their garage look good and their home. Absolutely. Home yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah everybody got into like it was like the just everybody got into hobbies you know yeah. I mean we I did the same thing it's like put in like garden beds and like really got I mean we always planning on doing that anyway we had just moved a couple years prior but hadn't gotten around to it so it was like the perfect time to do it aside from they were all sold out and yeah. supplies was hard to find but yeah so we almost got into backyard chickens too um but like couldn't find supplies. So it's like, we are like, all right, we're going to wait on that. No, I'm glad that
0: you didn't get in I don't. I don't need
1: backyard chickens right now.
0: A lot of so, got yeah. chickens. I did notice that trend happen. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. It was funny because Adam, he used to have backyard chickens. So I was like texting him about it and being like, what kind did you get? Blah, blah, blah. But it was, I mean, it was like everywhere was just sold out of everything. Like yeah. coop, coop supplies, materials, chickens themselves. It was, it was hard to find stuff. So which I'm, again, I'm glad because now we'd have three-year-old chickens and I'm not sure we'd be as passionate about it as we were before. Plus we have tons of coyotes and stuff around here. So that, right. you don't want to that could have been a whole thing. All the time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So
0: I've heard horror stories and it's just like, yes, why do you do it to yourself? <laughs>
1: exactly. Yes. Yes that is exactly what i would be asking myself yeah. so yeah
0: yeah and when you're in there with a shovel taking care of stuff you know it's
1: uh-huh like... yeah mm-hmm. yeah like uh hey uh don't go outside yet it's not pretty out there you yeah, know yeah. let me go yeah so <laughs> let me
0: get the hose and some shovels. exactly I'll be
1: right yeah that. oh look what the dog found let me let me <laughs> go take care of that yeah, yeah.
0: no one needs that but especially yeah. when you're gonna have like a newborn too like you don't need that kind of absolutely <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like, it's a good idea at the time, but is it a good idea four years later, you yeah. know, so like, mm-hmm. that's kind of the thing. So, um, but yeah, we, we didn't do that. But yeah, it was uh, definitely, definitely, there was a, a surge when everybody was kind of getting into all those different things. So, yeah. yeah. And it's been, I mean, it's been steady since then, but it was just, a I mean, it went from like here to like two X, like over the course of a month. So, It was so weird because, like, COVID hit, and then everything just died for, like, two or three weeks. And then, like, (laughs) during lockdown, and then it's, like, everybody was, like, hmm, I got all this time to go do stuff. And then it just...
0: Everyone's online shopping because they couldn't go to stores. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, like, we were trying to
1: manage, like, you know, like, you know, how to do, you know, how to social distance, how to to operate partially remote, how to do all that different stuff. Yeah, that'd be a challenge. It was been... Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, it's been... Since COVID, it's been one thing after another, as far as like challenges go and like very different because now we're into like material costs, Mm -hmm. scarcity, you know, supply chain stuff. Fortunately, we make like 99.9% of our product line. So we can control a good bit of it, but there's still, you know, your raw materials are still subject to supply and demand. So it's like, you know, maybe we buy in the U.S., but if the U.S. supply is scarce, then, you know, it's just, it's nuts. So- I'm thinking about that, like, if how badly we're coming out affected. of it. I think we're. Um, I definitely, you know, Richard's predictions. I definitely think there'll be a recession, and I definitely think inflation is here to stay for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking that, like, the inflation bit of it has leveled out. Um, I know the numbers just came in and they're crazy from last month, but. From what we're seeing it looks yeah. like you know way up the supply chain it looks like they're stabilizing out at least for like steel and things like that that you know are involved with what we make so um that would be cool that would be nice because the last year has just been trying to get cost increases through with retailers um and you know you don't want to you know our product line is it's a high quality product line so it's not necessarily cheap and it's like when when something's already a higher price point you're like how much you know we have to raise our price because the tripled so it's like but how much will the market bear you know so it's like we're fortunate to be in a place where we're still we're still we have good volume and we're at a good price point and you know hopefully that stays you know through this next whatever turbulent time we're going to have so
0: I know Sabretooth is uh, battling the same things because they use, you know, steel for their stuff. So it's, it's the same thing. They have to increase prices. And yeah, same, like how far do we go? Like Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's like our, our choice.
1: Yeah, like if, you, if you're listening and you Google sheet steel index and, you know, that's what we have. It's, you know, sheet steel that we stamp our panels out of and our panel is a metal panel. So it's all steel. And it's like, you know, if that three is. I can't three X the price of my product.
0: Right.
1: Um, Cause I don't think anybody would buy it at that, you know? So it's like, how much, like, how much can you, how much margin can you absorb and still be healthy? Um, right. and also still sell stuff. So, uh, but yeah, it's just been, you know, it's been very dynamic and, uh, for sure a, a big balancing act and I can't wait for it to be done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bet. No, that, that's, that's really hard to be in that place where you're the one having to make that decision too and you're you know you're having to wait out with people and go back and forth like how long do you usually take to decide something like that do you torment yourself when you're doing that oh
1: yeah and it's so hard because like they're you know and the the retailers are retail partners you know they're they're huge and they're competitive with each other so it's like that's a hard process too fortunately like our buyers our vendor managers they have been really Understanding of it, um, you you definitely have to make the case for them. Like, lots of data, a lot of analytics, a lot of jumping yeah. through hoops to like show exactly like they want to see to the penny how you're being affected by these things and like letters from supply, you know, all this different stuff. So, yeah, I was curious. Um, about. Yeah, it's very you, you can't just say oh this is going to cost more and they just say no it's not. We're going to keep sending <laughs> you POs. We're going to keep sending you POs for the same old price and then we'll see when you you know how long you can not. You know, you basically have to reject them. And to, to, you know, so, anyways, it's a hard session again. Yeah. Absolutely. So, it's the hard, very hard to do. And the hard part is, you know, if you say I want to raise a cost on product XYZ, you know, if I start on that today, I probably won't get that increase through for 60 to 90 days if everything goes smooth. So, it's like, where am I going to be at 60 to 90 days? Like, do I, like, how do you, how do you forecast that when things are just all over the place? So, you just kind of, you know, we, we got, we would, we did a first round and then kind of saw where things stabilized and then went back with a second round, saw where things stabilized. And then, you know, after that, it's like, all right, well, I think this is the peak. If that's the peak, can I dollar cost average what I have left with what I think I can buy on the other side to like, yeah. not have to raise the price again right here. Um, but then the other hard part about that is, the retailers will peg your index against where you put your costs so if you don't do that they'll be like well i thought you were fine there so i was fine there because i thought this was going to be you know so it's it's, it's like a whole game yeah Yeah, like a game of chess basically with like trying to do it but um yeah it's been and you know the other hard part is like if if one retailer say they're a stocking retailer if they still have stock and they're still selling at that old cost this retailer will see that one and they'll be like well their price is not raising and it's like well because they still have a lot of inventory they overbought like but I cannot yeah. sell you that inventory at that you know yeah. so anyhow but yeah it's uh
0: oh, they have a lot of transparency then so to see all that oh yeah
1: they everybody know. they're you know yeah. they love the big guys have all the data and so it's yeah it's the hard the heart the most annoying thing for me is that you know that's all hard to figure out but it also it takes time away from like the other the fun stuff and like right. the the growth things it's just I my least favorite thing is like treading water, just trying to maintain yeah. and deal with that kind of thing. I like doing the the outreach, growth, fun stuff like this, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah,
0: no, I get that. Let your brain relax a little bit and get creative, and actually, absolutely, you know what yeah. I mean. Like just breathe.
1: Yeah, you can't be creative when you're up against the wall trying no. to, you know, make sure P and L is not falling off a cliff. So yeah,
0: what um, were they originally just? Gray, just like the color steel, or were you always like coating them with different colors?
1: Yeah, they were. Uh, yeah, the original color was actually like a grayish beige. Um, okay. And then we always had the galvanized finish. Um, yeah, I think like gray, actually, red, white, blue, black, and gray, I think were the original ones, um, the original okay. panel colors. So, and then kind of expanding, uh, you know. Now we now we're into we have all kind of colors so and now that we have a powder coat line we can do a lot more um, we still have our powder coat line isn't like it's not like small batch so we want to do a good number of panels if we're going to run them but we can do some small batch stuff now we got the equipment to kind of go in and you know do a dozen panels this color a okay. dozen I was, panels I was that curious color how of small
0: with. small batch was so. If somebody yeah. wanted a custom color and they wanted to pay more, is that something they could contact you for, or they'd Eventually, really have to pay like, a lot more for it? I would assume.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the they would have. I mean, not. I would say the smallest batch would be like two hundred panels, two hundred fifty panels. Yeah, um, yeah, that would be that, and we want we might even outsource that to like one of our powder because co- we still outsource a lot of our powder coating. Mm-hmm. Um, We just do like kind of our higher volume stuff. So like white, black, blue, gray, um, red, we can do. So that stuff we'll do in-house as much as we can. But yeah, if somebody wanted some, basically it would have to be like an RAL color and uh, we would just call our powder coater and be like, okay, can we do 250 of these and have them do it rather than us do it. Cause then we gotta, the hard part for us is we have to clean our spray booth, clean all the filters,
0: clean was, all the guns, key, yeah, clean all lot of yeah, parts.
1: it's a, yeah, it's like not the, the, what you're paying for is the in-between, the turnover, that's the cost, you know, not the panels, not the powder, it's the labor to switch, so, um, that's the big limiting factor, but, yeah, again, we're, we got some, we got some equipment, we just haven't priced it out at what it would be to do smaller than that, but we do have some small, like, at Haven, we're going to have some gold panels, um, oh, yeah. so we did some, some like, one-off golds.
0: I saw so that. we'll have some
1: there just to kind of get, which is cool. Let's one. You know those are about, gonna
0: pop off, right? <laughs> I think
1: so. I hope. I, I hope like they're. they're really nice. Yeah.
0: I told Steph when she was um doing them, I'm like, right there, you've got a seller right there, especially with the crowd at Haven. I think because you no, know, everything usually in other shops are a little bit more aesthetically pleasing and stuff. So
1: yeah, absolutely. you like, be able
0: to customize that and put it in rooms that you wouldn't typically put them in. You know, so I think yeah, you know, open up some doors yeah I'm, I'm looking
1: forward to getting the, uh, the feedback and that's what's so cool about these conferences is you can take something like that and get really good feedback in such you know in two or three days you can kind of see if it's going to fly or not And so what we'll probably do is um, we'll probably start doing a lot more of that So we'll do 200 gold panels and sell those limited time and see how that goes and then you know 200 whatever other colors people want to come up with and just kind of feel it out that way and then if anything, you know sells out real quick then we'll know hey maybe we add that to the lineup so the hard part is you know scaling is kind of a weird thing and it's like we love having tons of selection but we do need to trim it back in certain places you know like some colors are just a little bit more duds than others i was going to say Um, what color
0: have you tried that just failed miserably
1: man we really what's weird i honestly all of our colors we have now because they have done pretty well but what's funny is some stuff is like, like our green panels traditionally had not really ever done well. Now they do really well. Like now like that green color it's is like in. really in. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. and when you see people use it, like especially in the this creative community, you're like, yep. whoa, that looks really good that way, you know? So um, green's one that's really come on strong that we've had for a long time that wasn't, I would <clears throat> maybe call it like an underperformer, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Yellow uh was an, is another one if we if we had to cut one it might be yellow it's not it's it's just not I don't it, it's you got to really want yellow you know so what's <laughs> another one that's done really good is orange orange is uh you know you would think it would track with yellow but we saw a lot more orange than yellow which is yeah. interesting so early five bit be.
0: I feel like you know
1: yeah and we yellows. sold a ton of those um to the navy actually they bought oh that's I think cool. thousands of those things for like um I think they're on like uh, aircraft carriers and stuff. I don't know. I'd love to see it. I mean, it's like, I know we just send them off to the ports and then whatever they do with them, but um, they, they seem to like orange for some reason. So, yeah.
0: Probably because it's so bright that everything that's on it stands out. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They put on it, you know?
1: Yeah. And if it's like a ship or a submarine, it's probably a little inherently darker in there anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's like nice to have something pop. So, do you yeah. do a
0: lot of like military contracts? So that's a really cool idea. Like,
1: to, to yeah, to that. we don't, we do them, but not like one-to-one. We would do it through like a contractor um, or they just buy directly from us, like off of our website. Um, and that's another thing we try to do as we kind of grow and scale is kind of leverage. You know, we, we aren't interested really in learning the nuances of military purchasing you know like okay. i was in it i know it's not it's it's a lot of work so it's like we'd rather go through a contractor. give them just up say, for- i need this <laughs> yeah it's like like here you know you already have the the relationships the connections here's your you take this cut of it and you're you're the guy you know or, the girl or whatever or what like whoever yeah. whoever wants to do it. that's another thing yeah. like to the point of like people coming to you with creative ideas that's what we like somebody reaching out hey yeah. i sell to the military i think this would do well can i have exclusivity on the navy sure. Do it. Go try it for a year. Let's see how it goes. You know, it's like, yeah. those are the fun conversations to have. So um kind of outsourcing the expertise.
0: That's super smart. And that, yeah, like you said, a great way to get in a door make a little money and help a situation where, you know, it helps everybody. Absolutely. It's cool. I hear children running around my house.
1: Oh yeah. I can't be believe that how the amount of the amount that you can take on, like it's, very impressive. So yeah. Thank you.
0: I haven't overachiever.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you handle it very well.
0: Thanks. It's it's funny. I, I um, you know, I quit the day job and now I'm just like, you know how they always say, How did I ever do that before? Yeah. I really don't know how I did it. Like, cause these days are full. Like I haven't had the moment where I've been able to like work on my own stuff consistently every day. I've been doing like yeah. every other day or so, but I'm just like, I'll get there, but woo, getting everything yeah. aligned. I mean, as you know, when you're forming a new business and you have to do all those things that you don't want to do, like the financial planning and all that, like, oh, yeah, no one wants to do that. They just want to start working on the business. So it's
1: absolutely a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> that is a huge, I mean, you can have countless episodes just on that topic right yeah. there. Just the you know, you have to do that stuff, but it's, you know, the, the yin and yang of that is really a challenge, yeah. you know, and to get people's opinions on how they handle that and how you allocate time. And so, cause you know, that, that bit of it can just take over for sure.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I, uh, I contacted one of my friends. I don't know if you know, Holst designs at all. Yeah. Uh, I,
1: that's familiar for sure.
0: Okay. Yeah. So he, he's, he was a business major in college. So like, I knew he was a good business guy and he's been running his business for three years. So we had like a nice, like one-on-one meeting and he just, you know, just walked me through each step that he did. I thought it was like the nicest thing ever to have someone take their time and do that. And in an hour, I now was prepared with years of knowledge. Like you are saying, like that way you share that. Like I got years of knowledge in that one hour and I was like, sweet, okay. I have a great direction. I know where I need to go now.
1: Yeah, and those are like very... You know, those are breakthrough moments for sure that yeah. save you all countless headaches. And so, yes, yeah, it's, um, it's fun. It's awesome to get those. And it's also fun to see, you know, you help somebody through one of those. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. And I feel like that's why I always try teaching people what I'm doing when I'm doing it. Like, same thing. I want to give back on, on the experiences that I'm learning. I want to make sure that someone doesn't have to struggle through using the wrong paint. Like as simple as that to fill in your carving, if you use the wrong one, you're sitting there and you're standing or it's bled through the wood. No, I've already struggled through that. I found exactly what works for me here. Use this, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Those things help so much.
1: For sure. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I think that's what made me uh, fall in love with the maker community in general. It's just, everybody's like that. I'm sure you've seen it. Like we're just. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Caring about each other.
1: Absolutely. And everybody yeah. is, you know, the theme, it's funny because like you go back and like we, you know, we'll be at Haven with a podcast, you know, mm-hmm. having those and we, we were at WorkbenchCon with it. And like one of the underlying themes is like nobody's afraid to fail. As, you know, like there's no yeah. there's no judgment in that. And that's exactly what you you can't have that. Like you can't be afraid to fail, you know. Right. So and it's the same thing in business, like there's so much stuff that we'll try. You know whether it be new products or a marketing strategy or something and like it's a flop but like you can't not do that you have to you have to do right. that you know so yeah I saw I saw like a meme on um I don't know what I saw probably on Instagram but it was like it was like a target and it's like it had like all the misses around it yep. and it said this isn't failure and then there was a, one next to it that had no misses at all it had nothing and it said this is failure you know so it's like that was really that kind of summarizes it, I think, visually yeah. for sure. So
0: Oh, that's a really good visual. Like <laughs> you gotta keep trying and failing before you get it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. The worst thing to do is to not try for sure. Yeah.
0: It's scary. I understand. Yeah. But <laughs> you gotta. <to. laughs> Absolutely. How was it doing all those podcasts in a row at WorkbenchCon? Was it overwhelming?
1: Well, it was it was a lot. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was like um and it's like, yeah, it was, I think we did like 20 of them that day. So, um, just oh. back to back to back. And it's, you kind of get in a groove. I mean, you, you're, you know, you're yeah. awesome podcast host. You, you get how it goes, but it's like, yeah, just talking a lot. And I don't, you know, I'm in a four wall warehouse all the time, yeah. like <laughs> on the computer, like I'm not talking. So my voice will not, you know, it, you can just feel it start to fade after that much conversation. So, um, but it, it went really good it was awesome talking to everybody and able to like take advantage of everybody being in one place was great yeah. um and you know that would have been however many zoom calls you know to, to oh capture yeah all to that, be able to so. get
0: that many people at once is yeah so cool yeah
1: yeah but it was like i did i felt like the i was a little feral i forget what movie he's in but he like goes through this rant and he like he's like oh what what just happened like that's <laughs> what it felt like like yeah. you just wake up like yeah. I just passed out. What, what, <laughs> I? what happened? So, yeah.
0: <laughs> Whenever anyone leaves the show, they always just go, I have no idea what I just said or what we talked about, but it was really fun. That's all I know. Like, yeah,
1: exactly. That's, like, if that's how, how all of away, mine. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, that's how I feel every time.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 You so. do, you, you do forget like, cause you, you talk so much that you, everything's just a blur.
1: Yeah. But it's, it's, a good you know, one. going yeah. yeah. Going back to like the long form stuff. That's what's cool about podcasts is you can actually have a conversation and you're not just, you know, you're not trying to hit bullet points and trying to yes. say zingers or whatever. Like you just mm-hmm. actually talk. And so, um, you get some cool stuff out of it. Cool. And really, like I've learned a lot. I've taught myself a lot talking on pod. It's almost like therapy. Like you're talking through things. A
0: hundred percent therapy.
1: Yeah. And like your ideas are coming out you're kind of working mm-hmm. on things like so it's, I think that that's actually like a whole benefit of it. I didn't really expect when we started our own, you know, so um just talking through stuff. So, yeah.
0: I've come up with so many product ideas with people on the show yeah. just because you find, you end up thinking like, oh, that's your life story. Oh, this is something that would cool, like fit right in with what you're doing. Like,
1: absolutely. It's, yeah.
0: It's really fun to, to, to see those moments happen. Like I, like now you have that experience. It's like when it just happens. you're like, that's so, and it's like, perfect you know
1: yeah absolutely Just yeah. very natural and like because mm-hmm. there is something about like you can get there in conversations and you can get there kind of you know like thinking in the shower or something but it's like when you're actually having a podcast like you're at you're you're very on like you would be in a conversation so you're yeah. I feel like your brain's firing a lot more than it would be just N- normally you're you fully know,
0: engaged your phone's not yeah, in your hand
1: exactly yeah you're right yeah your phone's <laughs> on your hand yep. and you're in the moment and so like i think a lot happens there where you wouldn't just get that around like you know water cooler talk just kind of Path- you know yeah. how how's the weather you know that kind of thing you know so it's like you get that that deeper connection for sure
0: absolutely uh, i wanted to ask about the new show and how you guys got involved with that it's really cool yeah
1: so yeah that is um that's that goes back to this kind of thing that we've been talking about the whole time. Like just, you never know where something's going to go or how you know things are going to evolve. And so um, I think Adam, honestly, I, I'd, it's hard to put my finger on how it started or where it started, yeah, yeah. Um, but they did, they shot a pilot that they showed at WorkbenchCon yeah. and we had worked with them on some wall control for it and kind of just got to know them. And then um, we've been working with these guys over phone and email and then like, I met Hal in person at WorkbenchCon. Thomas, my cousin, had met him at um, a, a show a couple months earlier. But anyhow, you just kind of, like, start talking and kicking ideas around. And then yeah. the uh, the ne- out, outdoor network, like, it, the outdoor channel, I wanted to expand it. And then it's like, all right, well, what kind of cool wall control stuff? You guys want to do this? You know, it's like just one thing kind of leads to another. And then, you know, all of a sudden you're there, you know, don't want to show you know so it's like it's just a a weird kind of synergy so it's just you know i think for me it was always just taking the opportunity to work with people that you enjoy working with Mm -hmm. and then every kind of everybody kind of bring in what they can bring to the table and then just putting all that together in a big pile and seeing seeing how it all works out so yeah
0: it's such a group of people too to be on that show i'm so excited for all of them like I love seeing my friends out there just killing it. You know, it's, it's so cool. And then I love seeing you and Stephanie go on your little adventures. Like we need more recording of you two on the road. I feel like,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's like, that's the hard part too. It's like, these things have been, um, like just wide open. Like, I mean, uh, especially the one before this build, it was like, you know, seven 30 in the morning till 11 o'clock at night, like every day. And it's like, you forget to actually like record stuff you know what I mean like yep. to You're capture content yeah for sure so it's like yep. you know I, I remember getting back on a flight back from Nebraska on the first one It was like I had like 20 you know they half of the pictures are all the same it's just like you know blah, blah blah so it's like I had so little on my phone from like actually being there which is not I mean it's it's a good thing and a bad thing it would yep. be a good thing in any other scenario except for that you do want to have content you know so mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's and you know, a lot of it's just learning as you go for sure. And like when to take a break and, you know, show a behind the scenes shot, that kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah.
0: It's got to feel hard to do that too. When there's already cameras on you, like, you know what I mean? Like you feel like someone's filming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like
1: somebody's (laughs) capturing this. And then the other hard thing is, is there's so much that you like can't show because they have the reveal, like all that, like it'll all come out once it airs, but it's like, you don't want to like, overexposed you know so it's right. like it's a it's definitely a balancing act and it's like nobody you know you don't want to be the one to get in trouble that shared the picture that show too much you know <laughs> so it's like it's a an interesting kind of thing but yeah the like it is fun showing like the traveling stuff and the getting there and behind the scenes and like the you know like when you're not actually on yeah, exactly. you know the set or location just, yeah so
0: just your time there for
1: sure yeah. yeah but it's been an awesome experience for sure and yeah everybody's been you know, They're all like you said, they're all great people, mm-hmm. like you know, cool individuals, and then super cool when they're all together doing something yeah. like that. Exactly,
0: yeah. they're I'm sure becoming a little family right now, you know.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah, especially like on that, you know, that 12th, 13th, 14th hour of the day, you yeah, you know, yeah exactly, <laughs> and <you're>
0: delirious, and, <laughs> and you just start doing uh, stupid yeah. things,
1: uh huh, yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah, you got to trust the person next to you with the nail gun, and the, um, <laughs> so,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you know how many episodes they're doing? Or is that not uh, I, to share? I'm curious. I,
1: I, no, I think it's going to be, I think that's fine. I think, it's, um, I think nine or 10 is what oh, the cool. first season is going to be. I believe that's, you know, that's what I, that's what I think. So yeah, yeah that's just me thinking. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, that's
0: yeah. great. It's going to be yeah. fun to watch them.
1: Yeah. I'm looking forward to it for sure. So it'll be, uh, it'll just be cool. Cause like, especially on this last one, like the family that, it was done for you could just tell they were so excited and like just you know um that's the exciting thing is like right their excitement and then like the in the first one when we were in Nebraska, like the whole community was super excited, it was just a super small little town. Um, so that was fun to watch. Uh but yeah, so it's been cool to kind of be along for the ride on all those.
0: Yeah. And it's re- renovation hunters, right? That's the name they yep. finalized on. Okay, I want to make mm-hmm. sure we see yeah. it and in- and not skipped over <laughs> calling. Out yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yep. Renovation hunters. That's yeah. the, that's the name. I think that's a great name. It's like perfect for, you know, and you know, for wall control school, cause it's like the perfect, like we have so many outdoor renovation, like that mm-hmm. kind of personality. So it's a, a really good, um, really good audience to be in front of and a really good audience to work with really, you know? So
0: Right. And it's probably more of an untapped market for you right? I would assume that you're not, yeah. are you not selling it at like Cabela's or anything?
1: Oh no. no. Yeah, yeah, we don't. That's a, I mean, we, yeah. we have no presence in the, you know, in that retail space. So yeah. it'll be, it'll be cool to kind of um, see
0: what happens. Yeah, you know,
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's for sure. I mean, a lot of this, like I'll say a lot of it's just kind of you experiment with it, see how it goes. Like, I'm just excited to see what happens with it, you know? So yeah, um,
0: it's a nice gamble. It's like, you know, you're first of all you're helping people. So right. No matter at what, it's a win because somebody is gonna be ecstatic to have it. But like it's just like waiting to see like how is this gonna pay off? Like yeah, like, exactly. You know, like that just got that nice little feeling, you know. <laughs> yeah, waiting. it's
1: like and I enjoy that. It's like it's like a garden, like planting seeds and like yeah. seeing what's gonna happen, you know. I mean, already as it is, like we we're saying, it's awesome to get to work with all these people and to deepen those relationships and partnerships and that kind of thing. Um, and then, you know, it's like even, you know, it's like I feel fulfilled even before it airs, you know, just with all that has gone into it. So um to see what happens after that will be pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see what happens. I'm gonna follow up with you because I'm yeah, sure. I'm curious. Yeah. I want to see like what were the results of that whole situation. Yeah. Well we'll have
1: to talk this time next year we should know because they'll um I think it airs February or like early 2023. So yeah, we'll have
0: some reports back with the analytics going. For sure. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. That's the, yeah. Start doing that stuff. So, I mean, one thing that I'm excited about kind of getting into the business side of it Mm -hmm. is um, yeah, it is getting, I mean, with like uh, iOS updates and I believe Google's, I I think I heard Chrome is like stopping with cookies entirely in 2023. So like, a lot of the pay-per-click stuff is starting to become a lot, a lot more, the attribution is getting harder and the return on investment is falling off just because they can't target as well as they can. I mean, I, the privacy stuff's great. I appreciate that as a consumer. It's just make it, makes it hard. Basically you gotta figure out where your customer's attention is and then try to be where that is um, gotcha. through means, means of like this. You know? So it's like, you know, if, you're, if you're watching a renovation show you're probably a potential customer, you know, for wall control. So you're have some degree of DIY or you're at least interested in it. Um, and so, yeah, we'll, you know, we're at least in the right ballpark. It seems like, yeah. so, yeah,
0: <laughs> no, I'm excited for you guys. And it's, uh, it's going to be really cool to see where everything goes from that. And just all the other things that you're taking, all the other chances that, you know, you take with people like, like myself, you know, and, and see like, how's that going to return on the investment? Like, what will happen from that situation and yeah it's like and that's
1: my my favorite stuff is just the the indirect marketing if you you know what i mean like some people love the analytics and I, I i get that too like i like the i like the google adwords the you know facebook advertising all that stuff but the indirect stuff is where it's the most fun to me and i really like that some of it's unknown because it's exciting it's like oh let's see what's going to happen yeah and you know and it's like and maybe nothing happens who knows but yep. it's just The anticipation's fun for some reason. So, yeah.
0: It's yeah that whole thing of taking a risk, you know, it just, it's a good feeling. It's scary, but it's good at the same time.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Thank you for coming out. I really appreciate it. I know the hours usually go pretty fast, so I really,
1: yeah, that (laughs) flew by. Wow. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What do we talk about? Yeah. (laughs) I
0: have no idea, but I think it was really cool about the things that we did talk that I remember it's just mm-hmm. hearing the the world from your side of view, because you're on that other side where you know you're dealing with a lot of things like you're saying all these analytic trackers, all these markets, all these partners that you have to take care of on that end. And us as the consumer, we have no idea of what's going on behind the curtain. We just see what you guys show us. So it's cool to get a little peek.
1: Yeah, I love and I I love talking about it. I love that. Yeah. This is my favorite thing for sure. So, and thanks to for like being a window, you know, opening a window, you know, for folks like me to be able to do that. And same thing for me, for me to be able to, you yeah. know, hear it from the other side. So it definitely That's goes really both cool. ways.
0: Thank you so much for listening and coming out and checking out this episode with Richard from Wall Control. He is a lot of fun and he is a really smart business person, so I thought it was a lot of fun to have him on here and kind of share a little bit of his knowledge and get that peek under the curtain. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash makerconversations and for five bucks a month, he helped me put on the show. I really appreciate the support. So if you want to try that, go for it. and. If you want to get into power carving and you want to check out some superior burrs, well, Sabertooth.com is where you want to go. And Night Carver 10 will save you 10% on your next purchase. Thanks again for listening and have a great day.